0: Uh, uh, thank you, and um, uh, Bishop Darcy from the Fort Wayne Diocese will be here uh, very momentarily. But we would like to begin um, this this time together in chapel with a response psalm. Now, response soil psalm is um, uh, in the Catholic liturgy is something that happens in the portion called the liturgy of the word, and response soil singing. Uh, actually goes dates all the way back uh, to the earliest Christian era in which the most highly trained soloists uh, were those that were singing in the responsorial types of psalms and chants. Um, and uh, this is a more contemporary version of that sort of idea. And uh, this particular psalm is Psalm 118. Uh, the refrain of the psalm will be sung to you and then Uh, Sandy will raise her hands and uh, and ask you, and then you can sing it back with her. uh, And then she will sing each of the verses, which I think are projected up there. If you know the tune, uh, feel free to sing along with the verses as well. Thank you.
1: Thank you Sandy and Matt. Good morning and welcome to this chapel, our midway point of our three-week session. My name is Bob Yoder, one of the campus pastors here, and we want to welcome you all and also some special guests that we have here from the Fort Wayne South Bend Diocese, including Bishop Darcy that I'll give a little bit more introduction to, and some other folks as well. Welcome here this morning. Bishop Darcy's message this morning is titled, Easter Peace. In the church calendar year, we are in that in-between stage between Easter Sunday and Ascension Day. And so we're in the Easter season. Now some of you may be wondering, why invite a Catholic bishop to Goshen College, a Mennonite college? As you know, Catholics and Mennonites share a very rich heritage together from the time of Jesus to the 1500s. And in more recent years, Catholics and Mennonites have dialogued with each other on numerous matters as a way of getting to know each other and as a way of bringing God's reign in this world. In 1986, Pope John Paul II invited Mennonite leaders to participate in the Interfaith Day of Prayer at Assisi in Italy, and those Mennonite leaders accepted that invitation. In October 2007, Pope Benedict XVI received the first delegation to ever come from leaders from the Mennonite World Conference to the Vatican. Pope Benedict stated, Mennonites are well known for their strong Christian witness to peace in the name of the gospel. And here, despite centuries of division, we hold many convictions in common. We both emphasize that our work for peace is rooted in Jesus Christ. Other conversations have occurred at a more grassroots level as well. In August 1999, 25 Catholics and Mennonites gathered together at Laraville Mennonite Church Center in southwestern Pennsylvania around the question, how do we bridge the Mennonite and Catholic traditions? Ten years later, Bridge Folk has become a supportive community for Mennonites and Catholics seeking to bridge our two traditions. At Goshen College, Catholic students comprise almost five percent of our student body, which is the second largest faith tradition on our campus. The Fort Wayne South Bend Diocese is the only faith tradition to appoint a Catholic young adult minister here, and that is Lupita Zepeda. The Catholic Student Association is the only official student club representing a particular faith tradition. We're also grateful for our faculty who are also members of the Catholic tradition as well. By way of introduction, Bishop John Darcy is the son of Irish, Irish immigrants. At age 17, Bishop Darcy began studies for the priesthood and was later ordained as a priest in 1957. He was later ordained as a bishop in 1975. He studied in Rome at the Angelicum from 1965 to 1968 and received his doctorate in Spiritual Theology. He served as the spiritual director and professor of spiritual theology at St. John's Seminary from 1968 to 1985. In 1985, he was installed as Bishop of the Fort Wayne South Bend Diocese, a post that he continues to this day. Before I invite Bishop Darcy to share this morning's message, let's pause for prayer. O God, we come seeking you in our worship. We come to you for truth because we are untrue. We come to you for strength because we are weak. We come to you for wisdom because we are unwise. Move in our midst. Show us your strength, your truth, and your wisdom through our Savior, Jesus Christ. And as a reminder of your presence with us, I light this candle. I light this candle whose flame burns and moves about as your Holy Spirit moves among us. Amen. Welcome, Bishop Darcy.
2: In the Catholic Church, as I'm sure, among Mennonites, we don't like, we don't like anybody to come late for worship. <laughs> so I apologize. I was, I was coming from South Bend, and my schedule said 10 AM. However, I apologize for coming in late, and I'm pleased to be with you. you like this prayer service to conclude by what time, Bob? All right, so I'll keep that in mind. Uh, it's a very great honor to be at Goshen College. I believe it's the second time I've been here in my years as Catholic bishop to be part of your, of your morning prayer, worship. A, a greeting that we see in the scriptures that we experience often in the Catholic Church A greeting in the resurrection accounts from Jesus Christ our Savior. is peace be with you. What is this peace that you and I, as believers in Jesus Christ, share? How in a world torn apart by war and by conflict, of which our Mennonite brothers and sisters are such supporters in, in in the effort for world peace how can we come together close closer by understanding the meaning of peace the, the meaning of the inner meaning of peace the two great clouds which have haunted humanity from the beginning were lifted by the death and resurrection of jesus christ this is a belief that we share and these great clouds were one the The terrible cloud of sin and the inability to accept that sin is forgiven and the cloud of death that it really is the end of one's existence. By his cross Jesus Christ lifted those clouds from humanity and from each individual person who believes in the person of Jesus Christ. This is in Catholic and in many other Christian churches, the year of St. Paul, the anniversary, the 2000th anniversary of his death. Paul said this strange saying, I will boast in nothing except the cross of Jesus Christ. And I preach Jesus Christ and him crucified. How could one boast in the cross? How could the tradition you and I share see the cross as a positive and a beautiful thing. For the Romans who invented the crucifixion, it was an instrument of shame. It is because Jesus Christ, by entering this terrible death and rising from the dead, has lifted sin, has taken it away from us, and this is applied to us in our baptism. Unless you are born again of water and the Holy Spirit, you you cannot have eternal life. And so these two great clouds are lifted by Jesus Christ. Paul, who before his conversion, had the very heavy burden of of trying to justify himself, trying to be made whole and holy by his own activity, trying to be justified by his actions, even putting Christians to death, after his conversion, which was an intervention by the risen Christ, Paul saw the risen Christ. He, his life became one of thanksgiving and service to others. He, he preached that he was saved. He personalized the cross, personalized it. He delivered himself up for me, even for me. And so he, be, he, he grasped That what Christ had done was very personal. The, The acceptance of this into our soul by a good life, by a life of faith, bringing about good works, cooperating with grace. The gift of grace unites us. We have, Mennonites and Catholics, a painful tradition aspects of our tradition that are very painful. It is up to us who have been given now the insights of the Second Vatican Council for Catholics and the ecumenical movement and the graciousness of the Mennonite tradition of the seeking of peace to accept in our souls Jesus Christ and give thanks for his presence and believe in him and follow him. Paul said of the cross, and he preached the cross in university settings in the Areopagus in Athens. Paul said of the cross that it was a stumbling block to Jews and absurdity, absurd to the Greeks, but to Jews and Greeks alike, he wrote, It was the power of God in weakness, in suffering, in pain was the world saved by Jesus Christ, our Savior, who made it an act of love and who embraced it for our salvation. I would conclude by asking you and myself to live lives of prayer to Jesus Christ, it was in Assisi, as our campus minister said, it was in Assisi that John Paul together called, to, called together, John Paul II, not only Mennonites and Catholics, but all believers. It was at Assisi that Saint Francis knelt before the crucifix and saw the great love of Christ and gave his life and became a person that all Christians and non-Christians and Muslims could identify. Saint Francis, who opposed the uh, terrible wars of the Crusaders. Saint Francis, of whom the caliph, the leader of the Muslims said, if all the Christians were like Saint Francis, I would be a Christian. Let us be that kind of peaceful Christian, praying, having a personal communion with Jesus Christ, accepting in our souls that he has lifted sin and he has lifted death and promised eternal life, promised it for all those who follow him. May God bless Goshen College. May God bless the students. May God bless your president and all who who study here may continue to be what is so rare, so rare today, a place, a, a college or university that's a place of learning and faith, never one without the other.
3: Thank you, um, Bishop D'Arcy, so much for uh, those words of hope, resurrection, and um, we're very thankful for the Roman Catholic students and faculty who enrich our common life together here at Goshen College. Particularly, thank you for Lupitius Cepeda and uh, Bridget Becker from the Archdiocese who serve us so well. Um, As a Bible teacher who spent many years teaching the Old Testament in ecumenical seminaries uh, and settings, when I heard about the great success of the Catholic Youth Bible, I was thrilled. St. Mary's Press had uh, printed it. When I heard that they were about to uh, um, also publish a Roman Catholic college study Bible, I was elated. When the editors came to me and asked me, a Mennonite biblical theologian, to write the general introduction to the Pentateuch and each of the five books of the Pentateuch for the St. Mary's Roman Catholic College Study Bible, I was honored and humbled. I've always called myself in various seminary settings. I either say I'm a high church Mennonite or a low church Catholic. (laughs) For me, it confirmed a common love and devotion to Scripture that transcends historic differences in the Church. It confirmed our common conviction, as expressed in the Second Vatican Council, that there is no higher authority on earth than the Holy Scripture. Certainly, we'll continue to wrestle with differences about how these sacred texts are interpreted, but I believe those differences are not greater than the differences already apparent between the covers of this our common source of divine revelation. So I'd like to give to you a copy, uh, Bishop D'Arcy, of the St. Mary's Press College Study Bible, and in it I've engraved to Bishop John D'Arcy with deep appreciation for your visit to Goshen College on May 8, 2009. May the kingdom of God be strengthened in continued dialogue and mutual affection here in this region and around the world by such visits. And may, in the words of Pope John Paul II, may you, may we here, be guided in our research by Jesus Christ, the incarnate Word of God, who opened the minds of his disciples to the understanding of the scriptures in Christ's just peace, signed by me. Thank Thank you you. so much. Thank you,
2: President Brown. Thank you. Thank you very much. The Word of God brings us closer together. We all read from the same book and worship the same Father and do this through Jesus Christ our Lord. Uh, Through conversations and prayer and also uniting ourselves in good works for the poor and the needy and in in the universal search for peace, we will come closer together. It's the will of Christ the night before he died, prayed that they all may be one as thou father in me and I in thee, that they may be one in us. The work of this prayer service this morning, inviting the Catholic bishop is a step towards that unity for which Jesus Christ prayed on the night before he died. It is our obligation. We are very honored to have a ministry here at Goshen and I am honored to be here.
3: And now, before we go, let us pray. God, go with us this day. May we encounter the risen Christ in our lives throughout our day. Keep us safe from harm. Aid us in our study. Bless us in our relationship. And guide us in truth. In your name, amen. Go in peace.